Swung on, driven into right field. That one has got a chance, and that one is gone. That is a two-run homer. Deep to left field toward the lead wall of champions. It is on top. Out of here. Two-run blast. Towering pop fly on the infield. The third baseman. Oh, drop. Lifts one high in the air to deep left field. This one is going. It is going. And it is gone. On the Blue Raider Network, from Learfield IMG College, this is Blue Raider Baseball, brought to you by Lewis Bakeries, Bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, and Healthy Life Breads, and by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Now, welcome to the Blue Raider pregame show. Welcome in from Maurice Smith Field here on the campus of Middle Tennessee State University. It's Blue Raider Baseball today, the first of a four-game series, and we're going to play half of them today as the games will be two seven-inning single games. A doubleheader today, as Ernie Banks says. It's a great day. Let's play two. Dick Palmer with you, along with, and I feel like I ought to have a drum roll or something here. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. There we go. Well, listen. <laughs> All of you your go. fans, John, they've yeah. been missing you. Well, I've been missing them, Dick. I sure have. John, I sure have. John Callow is joining us for the first time this season. Tony Kessinger is uh, here from um, Florida. He's up for the for the series. So uh, with all those reinforcements we've got, we've just uh, got to have a good series, John. We, we do, and uh, we've got to do our best to win three out of four this time down in Birmingham. And this is kind of a strange thing with the schedule. We've uh, UAB, we played twice. We played them on the road uh, and went two and two, and now we're playing them here at home. We got a matchup in this first game, uh, Aaron Brown going against uh, – Riley Davis, they matched up down in Birmingham. Aaron Brown had his worst start of the year, and uh, Riley Davis that day went uh, seven innings, gave up only two hits, a two-hit shutout. Had his best start of the year. Yeah, it uh, didn't walk anybody. So uh, the Raider bats are going to have to come through today. No doubt about that, and it's unusual because we played uh, a doubleheader that first day in Birmingham. We were scheduled to play one game, and because of weather predicted for Saturday, we played a doubleheader. We got the Saturday game in, got the Sunday game in. As you said, the Raiders and the Blazers split the four-game series. Middle Tennessee uh, coming into this game is 18-16-1. They're 7-8-1 in Conference USA. Now, since uh, playing the Blue Raiders, the Blazers have uh, kind of fallen on some hard times. They are 12 and 24, 5 and 11 in the conference. Uh, since splitting those four games with the Raiders, they lost three out of four at Louisiana Tech, which is uh, uh, nothing to be ashamed of. Louisiana Tech is a top 25 team this year. That's right. Then they had to uh, go to Hattiesburg and play Southern Miss and Southern Miss swept that four-game series. And in their next uh, games, just this past weekend, they uh, played back at home against Florida Atlantic and went two and two. Yeah, so, they've uh, they've had a tough time, though, also on the road. 
That uh, one win they picked up, uh, was that at Louisiana Tech? Yes. That's their only win away from home yeah, this they, season. They're 1-7 and seven on the road. 1-7 and seven on the road in the conference and 1-12 and 12 overall on the road. So the um, umpires are out. We're going to take our first break. Back with starting lineups right after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. Hit a grand slam with Bunny Bread, proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Bunny is the perfect triple play with the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So step up to the play with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and share the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said. Try Green Equipment, they know the value of teamwork. They have the tractor packages with implements you need. Score a new John Deere tractor package at a comfortable low monthly payment and get back to what really matters, MTSU baseball. Get started online at trygreen.com. Try Green Equipment is a proud partner of Middle Tennessee State University Athletics. Go Blue! Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee? Not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates, 615-896-5656. What's with Mountain Dew? Mountain Dew is like a zipline of incredible flavor directly into your brain. Mountain Dew is like getting punched in the mouth with pure neon refreshment that creates a neural explosion sending flavor shards of electric brain pulses into your very core of being. Okay, maybe that's a little over the top, but you get the idea. The fact is, the mind-bending challenge of describing the taste of Mountain Dew is way harder than just experiencing it. That, of course, is easy. Just grab a nice cold dew, crack it open, and toss them back. Mountain Dew. Do the do. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Welcome back to our pregame show. Time now for the starting lineups brought to you by the Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics, offering a complete set of products to bring your financial goals within reach. Mr. Callow? Yes, sir. Leading off for the, the Raiders. Center fielder, Jess Davis. 
There we go. I can hear now. Okay, I, I think we had me muted. So anyway, leading off for the Blazers, that'll be the center fielder, Jess Davis, batting second, playing second base, Chandler Simpson. Batting third, playing left field, Colton Schultz. Batting fourth, the cleanup hitter, right fielder, Zach Davis. The designated hitter, J. Paul Fullerton, will be the fifth hitter. Ian Ladner, the first baseman, will bat sixth. Batting seventh, John Mark Mons. He's the shortstop. The catcher, Joseph Keel, will be the eighth place hitter. And uh, at the bottom of the lineup, third baseman, Leo Harris. On the mound for the Blazers will be Riley Davis. And we'll pick up his numbers a little later. For the Blue Raiders, uh, leading off will be shortstop Fausto Lopez. Batting second, second baseman, J.T. Mabry. Cole Escher, the right fielder, bat third. Hunter Sullivan, the left fielder, is the cleanup hitter today. Brett Coker, the third baseman, bats fifth. Batting sixth, de uh, the designated hitter, Jacob Williams. At first base, Gabe Jennings gets the start. This will be just his fifth start of the season. And batting eighth, uh, center fielder Nathan Sanders. And uh, catching this first game will be Mason Spears. He'll be catching Aaron Brown. So those are the starting lineups. Uh, umpires for today at first base, David Pritchett. At, uh, or behind the plate, David Pritchett. First base, Gary Swanson. At third base, Kevin Condor. So UAB comes in with a one and seven record on the road in Conference USA, and the Raiders uh, don't want them to uh, get to feeling too comfortable here, John. No, you, uh, we're going to have to get Aaron Brown. Uh, he's going to have to be good today. Uh, and and since that one start uh, uh, down at UAB, he's uh, been pretty good. Couple of notes, uh, roster wise. The Raiders will be without Lucas Ray, the uh, normally the first base coach. Lucas has taken a job with the San Diego Padres wow. and left yesterday. I understand he's going to try to tune us in today uh, on the way to their, I, I assume he's going to their alternate training site, which is probably in Arizona, I would think. I'm not really sure about that, but we will miss Lucas. Uh, he was... Uh, uh, he was, he was kind of uh, my contact guy with the baseball team as far as travel and, and uh, rooming and stuff like that. But it did a, did a great job here the short time he was here. The uh, meeting at home plate has broken up. The home plate meeting be before the first game of a series is always a little longer because uh, the, the home coach has to explain the ground rules not only to the uh, opposing coach, but also to the umpires. Right. So they'll uh, kind of know what's going on. So that has broken up. Uh, coming up in Conference USA today, Old Dominion is at Charlotte. They're playing a doubleheader there. Florida Atlantic is at FIU. Western Kentucky is at Southern Mississippi. Marshall is at Louisiana Tech. And Rice is at San Antonio. Charlotte leading the East with a 14-2 record. Old Dominion is second at 13-3. Western Kentucky third at 8-8. Eight eight. Over in the Western Division, Louisiana Tech leads with a 12-4 mark. 
Southern Mississippi is second at 10 and five. The Blue Raiders are third at seven, eight and one. And San Antonio with a seven and eight record is in fourth place there. So it's very close between Middle Tennessee and UTSA. And as Coach Tolman said, we need a series win because we need a tiebreaker over somebody. We've, we've got one over Rice, but right now it doesn't appear that Rice is going to make the tournament. Uh, that's what it looks like, Dick. It, it sure does. But it looks like if we can keep playing the kind of baseball, we're going to uh, make that tournament, and uh, that'll be the first time since Coach Toman's been here. Been been a while since we've been in that tournament. Yes, it has, and we have uh, we've definitely missed that part of our college baseball. Both teams are getting lined up for the national anthem. The Raiders, I think, will be introduced individually as they take the field. That's the way they've been doing it for most of uh, this season. Got the little video on the uh, big scoreboard out in right center field, showing some highlights. And we will be set to go after all of that uh, transpires. I think we'll go ahead and take our final break right now. And when we come back, we should be ready for Blue Raider baseball for you here on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Floyd Stadium. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTEMC.com to learn more. And about that scoreboard? Well, light it up, Blue Raiders. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at getsthealthcare.com. Blue Raiders fans know that being together is better, but did you know having one team for your head-to-toe health is important too? When you choose Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee, you can get medical, dental, vision, wellness, and pharmacy from a mission-driven company that's been right here for more than 75 years. So you get the simplicity of one card and the peace of mind of one team working together for your health wherever you go. Now that's a huge win. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports.
And the National Anthem here before we get ready for Blue Raider baseball today here at Reese Smith Field. Raiders have taken the field, and before we uh, give you that defensive alignment, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Conference USA champs. Raiders win the championship. News Radio WGNS Murfreesboro. Dick Palmer along with John Callow with you. First game of a doubleheader today, and these will be two seven-inning ball games, so whoever gets uh, an early lead will uh, certainly have a bit of an advantage for the Raiders. Defensively, Brett Coker is at third, Fausto Lopez at short, J.T. Mabry at second, and Gabe Jennings is playing first base again. Mason Spears behind the plate with Hunter Sullivan in left, Nathan Sanders in center, and good to have Cole Escher back in the starting lineup. He's in right field. He has missed the last five games with a leg injury, but he's back today. And on the mound is the Blue Raiders' uh, typical uh, number one Friday night starter, Aaron Brown. That's uh, Aaron Brown, of course. He is making his 10th start of the season. He is 5-2 uh, and two with a 4.14 ERA. He's thrown 54 and a third innings, giving up... Uh, Make sure I'm getting the right here. 25 runs, all earned on 39 hits. He's uh, walked 10 and struck out 79. So he's uh, getting close to doubling up the uh, Peyton Wigginton, who is next uh, uh, on the uh, on the sheet of starters for strikeouts. Opponents uh, hitting uh, 197 against uh, Mr. Brown, and so uh, he didn't do that well at Birmingham and uh, so this is the one he's got to come back gave up uh, three of those ten walks in that one ball game only got through three and a third so he needs to go deep yeah and he only had two strikeouts in that game also and he was the losing pitcher went three and a third as you say and uh, got touched for eight runs so he will face a really heavy left-handed hitting lineup in fact the first five guys in there uh, batting order will be swinging from the left side, and the first one will be Jess Davis, the center fielder. As Brown's first pitch of the game is right in there for a call strike, we're underway at 2.03 here on a Friday afternoon, first game off the twin bill. Davis hitting 2.81. He is a sophomore, the younger brother of Zach Davis, who is their cleanup hitter. Swinging a foul back, and the count is 0-2. The Davis brothers had a pretty good series against the Raiders down in Birmingham. Jess Davis was 3-for-13 with an RBI in that series and batted uh, out of the leadoff spot. He is also a base-stealing threat. Popped up, foul ground, and that was going to drift out of play over behind the third base dugout. UAB occupying that third base dugout today as the Raiders back in their friendly home dugout down the first baseline. First time we've been home in a while, John. Yes, uh, that uh, Rice series back at the first of the month was last time we were here. Two strikes to count. Brown with the 0-2 delivery and again he taps it down to third. Coker fires across. Davis, good speed down the line, but he can't outrun the baseball, and the Raiders record the first out of the game, third to first. 
he kind of just cued that yeah, ball that, down the third baseline. It uh, stayed on the dirt the whole way, Dick. That's a tough play for the third baseman because you just never know what that dirt's going to do for your hop. This is Chandler Simpson. Of all the Blazers, he had the best series against the Raiders. Seven out of 15, had two doubles, and he bunts. Brown will take a one-hopper and make an easy throw to first, and that is out number two. If you're going to bunt to get a base hit, you don't want to bunt it right back to the mound. No, no, you sure don't. Uh, For a left-handed hitter, bunting to get on, you usually see him pull that drag bunt, try to get it, make the second baseman make the play. Yeah, pass the pitcher and out of the reach of the first baseman. Yeah, you, you don't just tap it. Here's Colton Schultz. He's playing left field today. Played uh, first base, I think, for most of the series down there. And another left-handed hitter. 275 average. Takes the first pitch high. Four ball one from Aaron Brown. Brown at five and two, looking for win number six. Schultz was one uh, one for three with a couple of RBI against Aaron Brown down in Birmingham. Um, Aaron Brown and the Raiders. There's a strike over the outer portion of the plate. One ball and one strike. Schultz, two home runs on the season. As he stands in from the left side, there are two outs here in the top of the first. Brown's pitch, swung on, hit into left center field. Sanders on the run. He's going to get there, makes the catch on the run in left center field, and that's going to be all. That is a 1-2-3 inning for Aaron Brown and the Blue Raiders. Nothing across. We'll go to the bottom of the first inning. UAB nothing. Middle Tennessee coming to bat on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Grannis & Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services? Don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Grannis & Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. So we go to the bottom of the first inning. The Raiders will have Lopez, Mabry, and Escher to take on uh, the man who gave us a lot of trouble in uh, Birmingham, John, Riley Davis. He sure did. Uh, threw a two-hit shutout. Complete game. Dick, I need to let folks know that we've got the inbox uh, back open. In fact, we've already gotten our first uh Message, of course, that was from Tony Kessinger, who's sitting about six feet behind us, and he has welcomed me back and said we missed you. Well, I uh, can't possibly tell you how much I missed all of y'all. Riley Davis uh, against the Raiders pitched the complete game shutout, gave up only two hits, no walks, 
struck out five and was just completely in charge. The Raiders could not do anything against this right-hander. He is two and three on the season and a 2.96. There's Lopez chopping one foul down third base way, and that is Coach Blake Hunt makes a nice stop. Now, I do not know who is coaching first base. And it's going to be hard to tell because he's got a jacket on. That's what I was uh, thinking. Lopez fouls this one back. That's going to find the grandstand right down to our right. And that is strike two on Fausto leading off the Blue Raider first inning. 289 average for the Blue Raider shortstop. Davis with the pitch, reached for it, and just tipped it foul out of play. Fausto had one of the two hits against Davis in that game in Birmingham, which uh, UAB won eight to nothing. Davis with a two-strike pitch, blowing outside. And the count goes to a ball and two strikes. Davis comes right back, and Fausto pops it up in foul ground over by the Blue Raider dugout. And who's going to make the catch? Well, the pitcher just says, I'll take it. Came right in there between the first baseman and catcher and caught the little pop-up. So that is out number one here in the first inning. Riley Davis, 6'2", 200 pounds, a junior. He's out of Helena, Alabama. Have you noticed, John, he's not wearing uh, any sleeves, so he's uh, out there pitching in not cold weather. Temperature at game time, 55 degrees with a light breeze out of the south, south-southeast at 6. Looks like that wind has turned, though. J.T. Mabry takes a whack at this one, fouls it off to the left side. One ball and one strike to Mabry. Looks like that wind has turned on a stick. It looks like the flag is blowing uh, straight in from center field. It is right now. Kind of swirling around. The pitch to the plate. Mabry taps it foul back to the backstop. Davis is not going to light up that uh, radar gun too heavily. The one-two pitch, swing and a ground ball, left side, and it gets past the third baseman, rolls out into shallow left field, and that will either be a hit or an error. We'll see how they're going to score that. It looked to me like he just cracked that. That's going to be an E5. Leo Harris, the third baseman, could not come up with it. Mabry, safe on the era, will be at first base with one out for Cole Escher. Good to see him back. Escher missed all of the games uh, in Western Kentucky. I think he did get to pinch hit a couple of times, but did not play his normal right field position. He's coming in at 343. And the Raiders... uh, Missed that bat, obviously. Oh, you got to have that bat. Mabry leads it first. Pitch to the plate is a strike call. Nothing and one to Escher. Looking back uh, at that game on March 26th, that's almost a month ago now, isn't it? Yep. Uh, Lopez and Jake Hagenow had the uh, the two hits for the Raiders that day. 
Pitch to Escher is outside for a ball. One ball and one strike. Around the infield, the Blazers have Harris at third, Mullins at shortstop. Second baseman is Simpson. Ladner playing first, ground ball left side, slowly hit. They'll only have one play and just got him at first base. That was a very close play, Dick. And that was the third baseman, Harris, who made an error on the previous batter. Down to second goes J.T. Mabry. So two outs, the Raiders have a runner in scoring position and the batter is Hunter Sullivan. He gets the nod uh, to hit in the number four spot today after a pretty good series in Bowling Green last week. A left-handed batter hitting 328. Here's the pitch. It is a strike call caught the inside corner. Nothing and one. Davis keeping that ball uh, down in the zone, and uh, that's pretty typical. You look back at that game he threw against us in Birmingham, and 18 of the uh, 21 outs were recorded on ground balls. Pitch, a swing and a miss on a pitch that may or may not have been a ball outside. It was uh, chased a little bit there by Hunter. 0-2 the count. Mabry at second base, two outs. We're in the bottom of the first inning and no score. First game of a twin bill today. Davis looking into his catcher who is Keel and the pitch. Swing and a miss. And that is all for the Raiders in the first inning. They strand the base runner, no runs, no hits. One error and one left. We have completed one full inning. No score. Middle Tennessee and UAB. Here on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. What's with Mountain Dew? Mountain Dew is like a zipline of incredible flavor directly into your brain. Mountain Dew is like getting punched in the mouth with pure neon refreshment that creates a neural explosion sending flavor shards of electric brain pulses into your very core of being. Okay, maybe that's a little over the top, but you get the idea. The fact is, the mind-bending challenge of describing the taste of Mountain Dew is way harder than just experiencing it. That, of course, is easy. Just grab a nice cold dew, crack it open, and toss them back. Mountain Dew. Do the dew. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. We go to the second inning. No score, first game of our doubleheader. As the Blazers will send their four, five, six hitters up against right-hander Aaron Brown, who set the side down in order. Well, somebody brought uh, brought us a little goodies there. Miss Hannah, and uh, she left me a note and welcomed me back and 
said we missed you and I, t- again i missed all you folks here at the ballpark and listening to us on the radio now does that mean these are all yours oh of course <laughs> here's zach davis hits one to left field down the line it's going to be a foul ball chasing it and Got it's into over the into the bullpen down in the UAB bullpen down the left field line. Long run for Hunter Sullivan. And Davis with a long strike. 268 hitter. Four home runs. He hit one of those against the Raiders in Birmingham. He also had three doubles in that series and went five for 13. He is a senior, the older brother of their center fielder, Jess Davis. Swings and hits this one in the air just about the same spot, not quite as deep, and that one's going to be out of play. Young person uh, got it on, what, two hops? Yeah, we got some youngsters down there in that open area uh, behind the third base dugout and in between the dugout and the bullpen. So uh, I guess the cup ball game was, will be starting shortly. Two strikes the count to Zach Davis. Brown's pitch hit to left field again, same spot. And this one is going to be a foul uh, ball. Yeah, and foul Sullivan ball. made a great effort. Sure did. Uh, uh, running towards that fence, uh, went into a slide as the ball was dropping. He just didn't get there in time. So two strikes, the count remains on Davis, who is wearing out uh, left field foul territory. Well, uh, have you noticed where uh, Hunter Sullivan has he's been adjusting? He's moved over very close to the line. And the next pitch is swung on and fouled at the plate. So Davis has made contact on all four pitches from Aaron Brown, but he hasn't hit one in fair territory yet. Coker. Not but what, about three steps off the line at third base. And center fielder Sanders swung over into left center. So they all think that Davis is going the other way. And he could be just swinging a little late on that Brown fastball. The 0-2 pitch. It worked him up high and inside. Four ball one. One ball, two strikes to Davis leading off. The second inning for UAB. Leather Lungs is here today in good voice. Swung on, that ball popped high in the air, and this one's going to be playable for Lopez over near the third base, uh, not near the bag, but kind of on the edge of the grass behind third base. The shortstop hauls it in for out number one. About two steps onto the dirt in the infield. Batter is Fullerton. Now, this will be the fifth straight left-handed hitter for the Blazers, J. Paul Fullerton. He is the DH, a 164 average. He played uh, some in that series in Birmingham. Swing and a miss, strike one. Was 0 for 5 in the series did not play in that uh, first game against Aaron Brown and finished up by Josh Young I think he played a little third base uh, for them he and Harris kind of divided third base duties 
Fullerton takes a strike at the knees, and that's that Brown fastball at 87. 0-2 the count. You can read the uh, radar gun out on the scoreboard, but you better be quick because it doesn't stay up there long. The 0-2 pitch on the way just missed inside, and Brown thought he had it. One ball and two strikes. That at 89. Coker really guarding that uh, line at third base. Yeah, he's even closer on uh, Fullerton than he was uh, on Davis. Swing and a miss, and Brown has his first strikeout, and Spears throws the ball into <laughs> left field. So that is out number two. It's got to be a little embarrassing for catcher. You were catcher. I was. Yes, you ever, that throw, you ever throw the ball in left field? Uh, I'm sure I did. <laughs> I know I threw it into center field a few times. <laughs> Two outs, base is empty, and the batter is Ian Ladner playing first base. Only batted three times in the series in Birmingham. He was uh, just coming off the injured list, I think. Swing and a miss, or maybe a foul tip. Going to roll out halfway to the mound. One strike to count. Ladner from Brandon, Mississippi. Right Out outside of, of Jackson. Hines Community College, 6'3", 190. First right-handed batter that Brown has faced. Here's the one-strike pitch, and it's high and away for a ball. One and one. Aaron Brown has set down the first five Blazers. And we're in the second inning, no score. Right-hander delivers a strike over the outside corner. One ball, two strikes to Ladner. Coming into the game, hitting 299. Had a walk-off home run in one of those wins they had over Florida Atlantic last weekend. Pitch high and away, ball two, two and two. Shortstop Mullins is on deck. Lopez could not go much farther on the dirt and that infield, could he, Dick? No. Without being in the grass. Swing and a foul to the backstop. Count holds at two balls and two strikes. So it looks like the Raiders defensively are playing most of these hitters to Go the other way. The center fielder swung a few steps over into right center for this right-handed hitter. And the pitch swing and a miss struck him out. Changed up on him. That is all in the second. One, two, three. Two strikeouts in the inning for Aaron Brown. We go to the bottom of the second. It is Middle Tennessee nothing, UAV nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Floyd Stadium. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTEMC.com to learn more. And about that scoreboard, 
Well, light it up, Blue Raiders. Doubletree by Hilton Murphy's Burroughs Heated Indoor-Outdoor Pool makes them the perfect stop to take a splash for your next staycation. Or give them a call and let them help you navigate how to plan your next event. Enjoy flexible event venues that include a pillar-free ballroom and two boardrooms. They've got award-winning customer service for you, plus catering and AV equipment rental. There's really nothing that you need that they can't supply. Plus, don't we all love their famous warm Doubletree cookie welcome? News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. We move to the bottom of the second inning. No score. The Raiders will have Coker, Jacob Williams, and Jennings. Space right hander Riley Davis, who pitched around an era in the bottom of the first inning. Looked pretty good in that first inning. He is not going to light up the radar gun, as we said earlier, but uh, really mixes his pitches well. And if he's got his locations, he's a pretty tough customer. Swing and a miss. That one at 84, that's about about the tops I think you'll see from him on a fastball. Brett Coker, the batter. Takes a strike at the knees, and it is 0-2. Coker at 248. Started to come around with the bat a little bit uh, in Bowling Green last weekend. Had a good series. 84 is about a major league changeup, isn't it? It is. Pitch outside for a ball. 1-2 to Coker. Against UAB in the earlier series, he was 3 out of 13 with a double and two runs batted in. The pitch. Swing and a ground ball to short. Mullins scoops, fires, and got him by two steps. Another ground ball. Coker retired short to first for out number one here in the second inning. Notice the game before he shut out the Raiders. Davis threw, I think, seven scoreless innings and got a no decision against a non-conference opponent. First pitch to Jacob Williams, blowing outside, ball one. Comes right back with a fastball, and Williams swings through it, one ball and one strike. Jacob, the DH for the Raiders today, hitting 273. And he, too, had a pretty good series in Bowling Green. Hits this one high in the air into shallow left center. Left fielder Schultz coming on. He'll make a running catch. And that is out number two. Had to come a long way, and he was uh, in short center field by the time he made that catch. And he is a first baseman by trade, I think. Playing, uh, I think they put him out there to get another left-handed bat in that lineup. Two up and two down for Gabe Jennings. Jennings got the start at first base last couple of games up in Bowling Green and did well, so he's back in there today. Pitches high, ball one. He has a three-game hitting streak all against the Hilltoppers last weekend and has upped his average to 353. Checked his swing, took a strike, and it's one ball and one strike. 
Davis comes back and a swing and a foul over by the on-deck circle. One and two the count. He nearly picked Nathan Sanders off there. Sanders over on, on deck. Here is the one-two pitch. Strike three called. Jennings called out on strikes and for Davis, his second strikeout. Three up, three down, nothing across in the Raiders' second inning. We are scoreless through two as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee, not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, 615-896-5656. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. We move to the third inning and a scoreless game. Blue Raider starter Aaron Brown has retired the first six batters he has faced. We'll go with seven, eight, nine here in the third. Mullins, Keel, and Harris. John Mark Mullins is the shortstop. He's a sophomore, had a very good uh, series against the Raiders in Birmingham with the bat. He was four out of 14, had a double, a home run, and had five runs batted in. This is the point at which uh, Brown got in, started getting in trouble. Swing, a foul straight back. In that game down in Birmingham, gave up three runs in the third inning and then uh, charged with five in the fourth. One strike to count to Mullins. Bats from the left side. Actually, he's a switch hitter. Swings and fouls this one out of play off to the left, and it's 0-2. You know, with these teams having seen each other for four games, you would uh, imagine that their scouting reports on each on each other would be a little bit uh, more concise than if you're playing a team for the first time. Uh, I think you're probably right about that, uh, which – would probably account for Hunter Sullivan play, uh, definitely shading towards the line in left field. Two strikes to count to Mullins. And Brown's two-strike pitch hit right back up the middle for a base hit. So that, uh, Mr. Callow, is the first hit of this game. And Mullins took it right back where it came from. Second base runner of the game, uh, for the Raiders, J.T. Mabry reached in the first on an error. So Mullins at first, nobody out. 
And the batter is the catcher, Joseph Keel. A right-handed hitter. Keel is a freshman out of Florence, Alabama. That's in that tri-state area near the Tennessee line. There's a bunt attempt, and it's fouled off to the right side. Strike one. It's Sheffield, Tuscumbia, and Florence. Florence. Southern Airways used to fly to Florence, Sheffield, Tuscumbia. Really? I had to change planes there one night about 55 years ago. Strike one to Keel, who is trying to move the runner over. Around to Bunt again, the pitch to the plate. Butted foul as the Raider catcher Spears caught it on one hop. But he was not in fair territory, so it's 0-2. And a long look to his, actually not uh, to the third base coach. He's looking in the dugout. Signals coming from the dugout, which is the way the Raiders do it. Two strikes to Keel. Mullins, the runner at first. And Brown out of the stretch. Outside and high, ball one. One and two. Jennings was moving in toward the plate with that pitch, so the Raiders are really not convinced that he's swinging away. Even with uh, two strikes. Yep. Brown with the pitch. Swung on and missed. Strike three, and Keel down on strikes. Brown has now fanned three of the last four. And with one out, the batter is the third baseman, Leo Harris. Good job by Brown. That uh, that pitch keep it low, and all Keel could do was swing over it. Harris did not have a hit in the earlier series in Birmingham. He was 0 for 5. I think he started two of the games. He was 0 for 2 in that first ball game. Swinging and a foul back, and the runner was going on the pitch. So he'll have to return to first base. I think he had a pretty good jump, too, John. It looked like it. it sure did. Mullins, three out of six in stolen base attempts this season. They've got two really good base stealers in Jess Davis and Simpson. The rest of the team doesn't run that much. Throw to first, and he's back. Yeah, Riley has 70 on the season. One strike to count. One on, one out. Throw to first, and Mullins back in there. No score. We're in the top of the third inning, game one of our doubleheader. Peyton Wigginton set to go in game two against Eau Claire for UAB. Pitch to Harris, taken for a strike. And Brown is ahead in the count, 0 and 2. Harris, a freshman out of Biloxi.
Two strikes the count. Mullins leads at first. Brown just stepped off the rubber, and Mullins ducked back to the bag, but no throw was made. Sanders playing over in right center. Another throw to first, and the runner back. dive back that time. Yeah. They say if you don't have to dive back, you don't have a big enough lead. Yeah, uh, his uh, his lead now is about a half a step farther than it was on that last pitch. Pitch to the plate, swung on and missed. And that is out number two. Fourth strikeout for Aaron Brown. And with two outs, the batter is the leadoff hitter, Jess Davis. He grounded to Coker at third base as the leadoff hitter in the game. Now the outfield is going to swing back and uh, move a little bit more to the left side of the diamond for this left-handed hitter. Yeah, Davis uh, is the man you want to keep off of base because 70 career steals, 16 already this year. Swing and a foul back. Got a pretty good cut. Out of Brown fastball, and the count is one strike. Mullins with the leadoff single in the third inning is still at first base. Now with two outs. Brown's doing a pretty good job of controlling the count, Stick. He's uh, been throwing a lot of first, pi- uh, first pitch strikes. Just missed with that one. A little bit high. And the count will go to one and one on Jess Davis. The Davis brothers are from Kearney, Missouri. Kearney or Kearney. One ball, one strike. The runner goes, pitches low. Spears throw is going to go into center field and kicks off. I think the uh, second baseman was backing up. I think it kicked off his leg and rolled over in the right center. Yeah, so that turns into a two-base error. So charge the error on to uh, Spears on the throw. Uh, I think they're going to give him a stolen base for second. I think he was going to be safe. So you just give the error uh, to the catcher that allowed him to go third. So now the count is one and one. But Mullins over at third with two outs. Swinging a ground ball up the middle. That's going to get a run in. And UAB takes an early one to nothing lead. And now you have to worry about that steal. Davis at first base. Both of their hits have been pretty much ground balls right up the middle. Yeah. I'm not going to put an earned run down yet because I I don't think a runner would have scored from second on that. Absolutely not. May or may not have. Here's Simpson. He tried to bunt and uh, bunted it right back to the mound in the first inning. Brown with the pitch. And it gets away from Spears. The runner goes to second. That looked like a pass ball to me. I don't think it got in the dirt. That's what they're calling it. 
So one ball, no strikes to count to Simpson. With the runner now at second base. Brown looked him back to the bag. If he had thrown the ball, if the shortstop had been there, they might have had a play on him at second base. Well, he's uh, taking a pretty aggressive lead. But I don't think the pickoff was on, so Lopez was was not at the base. And Brown wisely held on to it. Pitches a strike called. One ball and one strike to Simpson. Uh, Davis had a pretty, as I said, a pretty aggressive primary lead, secondary lead. He was well on his way to third base had he wanted to keep going. One and one the count. A run and two hits off Aaron Brown here in the third inning. Pitch to the plate. Strike called. That one's in there at 88. Good job of uh, hitting the corner. One and two. Going inside on uh, Simpson. Simpson, a 330 hitter on the season. And wore the Raiders out in Birmingham, 7 out of 15. Oh, wow. Check of the runner and the pitch. The runner's going, and he will steal third. That ball popped out of Spears' mitt. And the count will go to 2-2. and Spears had trouble making that transfer. So that's two stolen bases in the inning. Go along with a throwing error and a passed ball. And now the Blazers have another runner 90 feet away at third base. 2-2 count to Simpson. Blowing inside, ball three. So the count goes full. With Schultz waiting to hit next. Brown comes set, pitches inside, and he lost him. So that is the first walk allowed by Aaron Brown. And with runners at first and third, the batter is Colton Schultz. And pitching coach Kyle Bunn is going to make a trip to the mound to try and settle his pitcher down a little bit. Yeah, and he, uh, looking at uh, Chandler Simpson, he is 17 out of 18 in stolen bases this year. Yeah, they, they're two base stealers. Davis and Simpson are the base runners right now. So you have to be concerned, number one, about the batter Schultz, and number two, about the runner at first, Simpson. Because with a runner at third, if you throw down, you better get him. Because more than likely, that runner on third is going to break for the plate. So I don't know if they'd even risk a throw, John. Uh, I would not. Lopez would be the 
player who would cover. He's closest to the base as they set it up yeah, with runners at first and third. Shortstop, uh, it would normally be his play with a left There goes hitter. the runner, and they're not even going to. So do you give him a stolen base on that or call defensive indifference? No, you give him a stolen base, I yeah. think. Pitch was outside for ball one to Schultz, so they're just going to try to get the batter out here. Yeah, that's the thing you need to do. Runner second and third, two outs, third inning, and a run has already scored. Brown comes set, ground ball foul outside the bag at first. One ball, one strike. So the folks here in the grandstand, they got the word about the time change. The game was originally scheduled for a single game at 6 o'clock. We're playing two today. We'll try to get that game in tomorrow, although the weather forecast is a little bit uh, suspect. One ball and one strike to Colton Schultz. Brown's pitch lined in the right field, a base hit. They're going to score two on that. As the throw comes back in, it is now a three-to-nothing game. So Schultz with a two-run single. The right fielder number 22, Zach. Will make it three-nothing. I think right now all the runs will be earned. I think uh, you're right about that. Batter is Zach Davis. Popped out to Lopez in the second inning. Pitched the plate. Ground ball in the hole. Stopped by Mabry. Nobody covering first. And that will be an infield hit. Mabry did a nice job of getting to it. He just... uh and probably could have gotten the out had there, like you said, been somebody at first. First and second with two outs. Jennings, though, it uh, the ball was in the hole between between Mabry and uh, and and Jennings, and Jennings went over to try and make that play. That's a play that uh, Aaron Brown should have been at first base. Here's the pitch inside to Fullerton. Ball one, he struck out in the second inning. So UAB has scored three here in the third. And as John said a minute ago, that's the same inning that they got to him in Birmingham. Here's the pitch. Swinging a little looping fly ball into right field. Escher makes a running catch for out number three. Good job by Cole Escher. As that was a little pop fly into shallow right field. Eight men come to the plate in the third inning. They score three on one, two, three, four hits. There was an error and two men left on base. We'll go to the bottom of the third. It is UAB three, Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. 
Blue Raiders fans know that being together is better, but did you know having one team for your head-to-toe health is important too? When you choose Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee, you can get medical, dental, vision, wellness, and pharmacy from a mission-driven company that's been right here for more than 75 years. So you get the simplicity of one card and the peace of mind of one team working together for your health wherever you go. Now that's a huge win. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at getsthealthcare.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Nathan Sanders leads it off for the Raiders in the third. UAB leading 3-0 as Davis first pitch to Sanders is a strike call, nothing and one. Sanders, Spears, and Lopez against the UAB right-hander. Swung on, fouled, out of play to the left. And he's quickly ahead of Sanders, 0-2. Davis is a fast worker out there. Well, he sure is. He does not waste a lot of time. Wines and fires. Swung on and missed, and they're going to have to throw him out. Throw to first is good. And Sanders out number one here in the third inning. That ball game down in Birmingham that uh, that Riley Davis threw only that took only an hour and 43 minutes to play the seven innings. Here is Mason Spears, Blue Raider catcher, with one out, bases empty. They pitch the plate, grounded foul off to the left side. One strike to count. Spears caught two of the games in Birmingham. He was two out of seven at the plate. As Davis comes right back with a strike called. And it's 0-2 to Spears. Swing and a miss. Got him on a high fastball. So he has struck out the first two here in the third inning. That's his fourth strikeout in the game. And the batter is Fausto Lopez. Well, you remember our discussion about the the Tri-Cities, Lawrence Sheffield, Tuscumbia? Jeff Walters has sent us a note uh, reminding us of Muscle Shoals. So it's really the Quad Cities, he suggests. Well. I think he's probably right. I'm not sure. Pitch is high, ball one. Here's Davis with the pitch. Swung on, pop foul, out of play. And if you want to send us a note, Radio at GoBlueRaiders.com. Lopez fouled out to the pitcher in the first inning. The 1-1. Fausto hits it foul and almost hit our first base coach. Who is that masked man? Well, the last I checked, he had a 44 on his back. 
That's Jack Julian's number. One ball and two strikes. Davis pitch, swung on, hit deep into left center field. Everybody on a long run, and that one is going to be caught right up against the 365 mark by that uh, first baseman playing left field, Schultz. And Schultz had to go a long way for that baseball. And uh, if that wind is not blowing, that's probably out of here. Now still gave it a ride. But a good defensive play by Schultz robs him of at least an extra base hit. We have completed three full innings, and your totals for UAB, three runs, four hits, one error. For Middle Tennessee, no runs, no hits, one error, three to nothing Blazers as we go to the fourth on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. At Tri-Green Equipment, they know the value of teamwork. They have the tractor packages with implements you need. Score a new John Deere tractor package at a comfortable low monthly payment and get back to what really matters, MTSU baseball. Get started online at trygreen.com. Tri-Green Equipment is a proud partner of Middle Tennessee State University Athletics. Go Blue! Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. We go to the fourth inning with UAB out in front by a score of three to nothing. The first baseman, Ladner, will lead it off. Brown struck him out in the second. Big right-handed hitter. And Aaron Brown will try to bounce back from an untypical uh, third inning for him. The pitch low and outside, ball one to Ladner. Down in Birmingham, the Blazers scored five in the fourth inning. Change up right in there for a call strike, one and one. <clears throat> yeah, we don't want a repeat of that, do we? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> One ball and one strike to Ian Ladner. The pitch to the plate. Swing and a foul straight back. Had a good cut. And it's one and two. That one hit the bricks and bounced all all the way back to the umpire. Who put it back in his bag. If I were a pitcher, that's the one I'd want next. Here's Brown with a one-two delivery, and it's a little tap. That is foul. Spears came up with it, but uh, in foul ground, and Ladner had started to run to first. He, of course, the batter doesn't know where it's fair or foul. So you uh, you run first and uh, find out later. 
One and two the count. Here's the pitch by Brown. Swung on and popped high in the air and foul. Going to find oh, the grandstand. Youngster on his way to pick that one up. He was a little tardy. Somebody beat him to it? Yep. Count remains one and two to the Blazer first baseman. Aaron Brown with a pitch swing and a foul over by the Raider dugout. Count holes at one and two. Outfield just about straight away for this big right-handed hitter. The pitch missed outside. Oh. Two balls, two strikes. That was a pretty good pitch. Just missed that outside corner. The 2-2 swung on and fouled to the screen. Oh, this up. Pretty tough at bat for Ladner. He is seeing a lot of pitches. And the pitch. Swing and a foul over by the Blazer dugout. So he's hit one to each dugout. He's hit one back to the screen. Count remains two balls and two strikes. Brown's 2-2 is hit to the left side. Oh, a great stop by Coker and a long throw. Did he get him? He did. Him. Nice play by Coker. He had to go. That was almost like a, a, a turf chop yeah. hit off uh, natural grass. Coker had to go high to snag it. And it's a good thing we had a uh, rather large first baseman running. Yep. Just got him by half a step. Is that what you uh, used to call a Baltimore chop? Yeah, you, you could call it that, that yeah. Number two, John Mark Mullins. One out. I think that one earns a little star. Did a nice job. Here's John Mark Mullins. Got the first hit of the game. It was a single leading off the third inning. He came around to score later. Takes a cut at the first pitch, comes up empty. One strike to Mullins. Brown winds and fires and right down the middle for a call strike. 0-2 the count. Switch hitter batting from the left side. O2 is swung on and fouled to the screen. Two games today. We'll have about 45 minutes or so in between contest. So you've got uh, plenty of time to come on out here, and I think uh, there are seats available. 
There's a line foul down the right field line. Even though we're at 50% capacity, I don't think we're there yet. Do you, John? No, I don't think so. I think we've got lots and lots and lots of room. Anybody would like to come out and watch some good baseball? Two strikes to count. And, you know, pretty nearly any baseball is good baseball. And the pitch. Fouled away to the left side. A lot of foul balls in this game. Mm. And most of them coming off Aaron Brown. The Raiders have done absolutely nothing with Davis over the first three innings. He's faced one over the minimum. Mullins took it inside. Brown trying to find that inside corner. Just missed. One and two. And the pitch. High for ball two. Two Mm. balls, two strikes. Put that baseball up in his eyes. Good job by uh, Mullins not to go swinging at that pitch. So the count now two and two to Mullins. As Brown delivers a swing and a miss and down he goes. Four out number two. Good job of getting down in the zone after uh, after throwing him a high pitch, he got his eyes moved, and you come back and you got a better chance, don't you, when you? No doubt. Five strikeouts now for Brown. Here's Keel, catcher, takes it outside for ball one. Keel struck out in the third inning. In fact, Brown, after giving up a leadoff single, struck out the next two batters, and then they went to work. There was a ball hit in the air to left field. Sullivan drifting back in a couple of steps, makes the catch for out number three. That was a great job of coming back after that tough third inning. Three up, three down. In the fourth, nothing across. We'll go to the bottom of the fourth inning. Raiders need uh, some base runners. It is 3-0 UAB on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're watching with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help strike out hunger and give you energy. So pick up some Bunny Buns and Bunny Bread today. It's sure to be a home run. That's what I said. 
Madison Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services? Don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Grannis & Associates PC CPAs at gcpas.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. It's a little bit past the hour, so let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Conference USA champs, Raiders win the championship. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro. Dick Palmer, John Callow with you on a rather overcast Friday afternoon. Temperature at game time, 55 degrees, probably edging up toward the 60 mark sometime during the afternoon as the Raiders will lead off with J.T. Mabry against Riley Davis here in the fourth. Still sitting at 55. Mabry hits one foul off to the right side, strike one. So that slow march to 60 is going very slowly. Yeah, they're marching in place right now. (laughs) There is a strike called, and it is 0-2 to JT. Davis pitch is high. One ball and two strikes. Roddy Davis has not had this much success against other teams, and that's what's kind of baffling. There's a ground ball to short. One big hop to Mullins over the first in time. Mabry out short to first for the first out. I mentioned he threw seven shutout innings against Indiana State before shutting out the Raiders on seven innings, a two-hit ball. And then he gave up six runs in five innings against Louisiana Tech. Gave up four in six innings against Southern Miss. There's a ball hit to left field. And going to be no problem for Schultz. Almost in his tracks. Cole Escher on the first pitch. Flies to left for out number two. And Davis' last uh, outing was against Florida Atlantic. Gave up two runs in six and two-thirds, so he had a pretty good game there. Got no decision. So with two outs, base is empty. Hunter Sullivan stands in. First pitch to him, a checked swing and a ball outside. Right-hander winds and fires. High ball two. John, that is the second two-ball count he's had in the game, and the first was to Mabry. There's a ground ball to the right side. Diving stop there by Simpson and makes the play at first. Simpson, going to his right, had to dive and stop that ground ball, and 
Got up and threw Sullivan out. Three up, three down, and the fourth, nothing across. We are through four innings. UAB three, Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network. From Learfield IMG College. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our our team. Let's go blue. What happens to your decision making when you drink? Well, after one drink you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. We go to the fifth inning. Raiders trailing by a score of three to nothing. So Brown's job now is just to try and hold them where they are and give his teammates a chance to catch up. And in a seven-inning game, you only have three more. Three more innings. Here is Harris to lead off the fifth inning. Brown's first pitch is a strike call, nothing and one. And at this point, Riley Davis is looking pretty good. Yeah. He looks like Cy Young out there. (laughs) Or one of those good pitchers. Here's Brown's delivery around a bunt, pushes it down there. Coker has it, fires to first, and retires Harris, who is trying to bunt his way on. That ball took one hop on the grass, and Coker had a fairly easy play to retire Harris. One out. That ball came up to him pretty well. The batter is the leadoff man, Jess Davis. Mind folks at the inbox is open. Radio at GoBlueRaiders.com. Love to hear from you. Pitch to Davis inside. Almost wow. hit him. Ball one. We haven't had that luxury of the uh, of the inbox primarily because you're the only one who knows how to operate. <laughs> so take advantage of it, folks. Just give us a uh, that's an email address. Radio at GoBlueRaiders.com. Fouled off to the left. That is going to be out of play. Sullivan made a long run. And the count is one ball and one strike. UAB got all of their runs off Aaron Brown in the third inning. They put four singles together. Stolen base, pass ball. It all amounted to three runs. There's a foul down the first base side. Uh, That first base coach didn't want to have anything to do with that baseball, did he? He's a wise man. One and two the count. 
Inside again. Brushed him back. Two and two. Bases empty, one out, top of the fifth. Raiders trailing three to nothing. Brown's pitch, swing, and a tap foul back to the backstop. Came in on his hands. The UAB hitters, for the most part, have done a good job making Brown throw a lot of pitches. They've, they've fouled off a lot of pitches and the third base umpire walked halfway to home plate for some reason. Had a little consultation there. In the count holes at 2-2. I don't know what all that was about. Just checking how long they're gonna give us between ball games maybe. <laughs> Brown ready for another 2-2 pitch, and it is, again, just inside, ball three. He has not found that inside corner yet, although Davis has fouled off a couple. Three and two. Davis singled and scored in the third inning, hit it right back up the middle. Swings and fouls this one off to the left and out of play. He's one of those, oh, yeah, one of those young people has figured out how to get through the fence <laughs> down there. They found themselves a honey hole out there. Oh, yeah. There's a strike called on the outside corner. I think Davis knew it as he walks back to the dugout. Brown caught him looking after going inside, inside, inside. Slipped that fastball over the outside corner, and that's the second out. Strikeout number six for Aaron Brown. The batter is Chandler Simpson. Drew a walk in the third and scored. Also stole a base. Outside, ball one to Simpson. This kid is a freshman out of East Point, Georgia. Pretty good-looking prospect for the Blazers. The pitch. Again, outside, ball two, two and oh. 17 stolen bases and 18 attempts. I guess he's 18 for 19 now. So he just passed Fausto Lopez for the Conference USA lead in stolen bases. Swing and a line drive, base hit to left field, just over Coker's head. Big turnaround first for Simpson, and he ducks back in there with a two-out single. Coker was not able to get up high enough to get that one. It's hit number five. I think we're going to probably see him uh, going. Colton Schultz, especially with a 
Left-handed Left hitter. Left-handed hitter up. Yep. I think you're going to see Brown going to first base a little bit too. And the first pitch is high and inside. He was not going on that pitch. One ball, no strikes. Simpson stole uh, second in the third inning, but with no play on because of a runner being at third. There's the throw to first. And he is back. Quick throw to first. He gets back again. Now we've got a little cat and mouse game going yeah. between the pitcher and the base runner. And uh, Simpson is taking a, a, a pretty good lead down there. He's uh, a half step farther from first than uh, Davis was. Another throw over. Three nothing UAB leading. Simpson is at first with two outs in the fourth inning, or in the fifth inning rather. The pitch was not going. Fly ball, foul ground, left side. That's going to be over where those kids are, and they've got another baseball. One ball, one strike. I think all of them are going to have a baseball today. Schultz delivered a two-run single in the third inning, and that was the big hit off Aaron Brown. Another throw to first and the runner back. Count one ball, one strike. Right-hander comes set. Runner not going, swing and a miss. One and two. Well, he gave him that, uh, showed us his home run swing that time. He was almost on his knees when he finished that swing. One ball, two strikes, the count to Schultz. Brown backs off the rubber, looks the runner back to first. Oh, that's his longest lead yet, Dick. And another throwback. A little closer, but runner Simpson back in there. I'm surprised he hasn't run yet. There he goes. Ground ball to short. Lopez has to adjust. Comes back, makes the throw, pulls Jennings off the bag, and everybody's safe as Simpson goes over to third. Lopez was breaking to cover the bag and then had to make an adjustment in mid-stride to try and get that ground ball, which was hit the other way he was going, (laughs) not the way he was going, and his throw to first was uh, inaccurate. So I expect that'll be a throwing error, but we'll wait and see. Runners now at first and third with two outs, and the batter is Zach Davis. 
And time called again. We're going to have a visit to the mound. I believe they've already put an arrow up, haven't they, John? Yeah, they, uh, they're charging that. Uh, that will be on the shortstop's yep, throw. That'll be E6. So first and third, Coach Bond is out. So you've been missing our little uh, baseball history stuff? I have. April 23rd, 1924. Okay. Hal Totten, a Chicago Daily News reporter who also doubles as a radio play-by-play reporter on WMAQ, broadcasts the Cubs' 12-1 victory over the Cardinals. The broadcast of every Cub and White Sox home game of the season marks the first time a team's games are aired regularly on the airwaves. Wow. I like to look for these uh, With the radio reference. pertain to radio, yes. Yeah. Well, you know, in the early days, uh, a lot of owners didn't want to put their games on the radio. Thought it would affect attendance, and it, in fact, turned out the other way. Here's Zach Davis, runners first and third, two outs. He has popped out and singled. Had a had an infield hit. The pitch takes it inside, ball one. Two outs, the Blazers have runners at first and third. And they already lead three nothing. Here's Brown's pitch. Missed outside. Ball two. Two and oh the count. All three of those runs were scored with two outs back in the uh, third. Now we've got two, uh, two outs here in the fifth. And the pitch. Ground ball to second. Should be out of the inning. Mabry up over to first in time. And that is all in the fifth as the Blazers come up with no runs on one hit. There was one error. Two men left. We'll go to the bottom of the fifth inning. UAB three, Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network, Learfield IMG College. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. 
Go to the bottom of the fifth inning. Brett Coker will lead it off for the Raiders, who have had only one base runner in the game, and that was on an error in the first inning. Well, Coker bad, grounded to short. It's about time for the Raiders to break out of this. Pop straight back here. That's over our heads. It must have been over the press box. I didn't hear it hit. One strike to count. Coker fouls this one off to the right side and out of play, and it's 0-2. Davis has been getting ahead of the hitters on a regular basis in this game, and looks like he's very comfortable out there on the mound. Yeah. Oh, boy. Check swing and called a ball. One and two the count. Raiders need to do something to disrupt that comfort zone. Threw him that slider down and away. Now you come back up and in. Pop foul out of play. Which he did. And that one. I heard that one. Yeah, that one hit the uh, hit on the grandstand. One ball, two strikes. Jacob Williams on deck. Yeah. And the pitch to the plate. Swing and a foul tip. He just popped out of the catcher's mid or he would have been heading back to the dugout. As it is, the count holds at one and two. Davis with the pitch. Blowing outside, ball two. There's a swing and a miss, and that on strikes. Coker for out number one. Strikeout number five for Riley Davis. He was named the Pitcher of the Week in Conference USA after that two-hit shutout he threw against the Raiders in Birmingham. Well, he's working towards that same uh, for this one if we can't do something. Jacob Williams takes a strike, nothing and one. And he's been very economical with his pitches. He's... uh, I think just past the 50 mark, 51, 52, something like that right now. Low for a ball, one ball, one strike. Williams fly to left back in the second inning. And the pitch swung on, hit off the pitcher. He's going to scramble, pick it up, and toss it underhand to first for the out. If that doesn't hit him, it's going to be a little bit tougher play as the second baseman was playing way, way back. He was going to have to, he was going to have to come to the grass. That ball was not hit very hard. So it hit the pitcher who scrambled after it, uh, rolled over toward first base, fortunately for him, and he was able to get the out. Line shot, base hit, hit, left field. This is Jennings rounding first on his way to second. As the ball coming back in, that will be a stand-up double. And the Raiders' first hit of the game. Jennings turned on the first pitch he saw, lined it over the third baseman's head, and it rolled out in the corner by the 330 mark in left field. So freshman Gabe Jennings gets the Raiders' first hit. It's his third double of the season. 
First hit off Davis, and the batter is Nathan Sanders. Two outs and a runner at second. The pitch. Sanders takes a strike called. It looks like a slider he's throwing, John, from up here. It does, doesn't it? I think that's his get-em-out pitch. One strike to count. High for a ball, one ball, one strike. Yeah, that did uh, 81. That would be about right for a slider. So Jennings, the runner at second with two outs. He was throwing his changeup earlier about 77. Check of the runner and the pitch popped up. Mullins, the shortstop, drifting back on the edge of the grass, makes an over-the-shoulder catch for out number three. So that's all for the Raiders. No runs. They get their first hit of the game. One man left. We've completed five full innings at UAB 3, Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. The Doubletree by Hilton Murfreesboro is the perfect place for your next close-to-home getaway for a change of pace or to plan your next event for 2021. Located just off I-24, 30 miles south of Nashville, and situated only minutes from Middle Tennessee State University. With Hilton's clean stay and event-ready initiatives in place, you can rest assured they're taking every precaution for you to have a safe and enjoyable stay. We'll make your stay an unforgettable experience. Don't forget the cookie. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. We will go to the sixth inning. Raiders trailing 3 0 and getting a bit late in this seven inning game, John. Yeah, you gotta you gotta hold them here and uh, hope that we can get more than just that one hit. For the Blazers, Fullerton, Ladner, and Mullins in the sixth against Aaron Brown. He's given up five hits, three runs. They all came in the third inning. They got four of their five hits in that inning. Here's the pitch to Fullerton, takes it outside, ball one. Hitting 164 on the season. A left-handed batter. And the pitch to the plate comes letter oh, high strike. Called that a strike. Wow. Count is one and one. Uh, if I'm Spears uh, behind the plate, I'm telling this umpire, David Pritchett, that I'd like to make sure he calls that a strike every time that high pitch. Strike at the knees. 
it's probably better just to say nothing and <laughs> not call his attention to it. One and two, the count now to Fullerton. That high pitch is awfully hard to handle. The one-two pitch, swing and a pop fly. Foul ground, Brown coming over. Jennings from first base makes Dropped it. He dropped, dropped it. it. Was that a fair ball? No, it was foul. He was in the uh, oh. running lane. So the good news is that it was a foul ball. The bad news is that it should have been caught for an out. Yep. And the count remains one and two to Fullerton. So he gets uh, a free look here. And he swung and missed strike three. Well, that's what you want to see when you give him that free look. That is strikeout number seven for Aaron Brown. The first baseman, number 18, Ian Ladner. And that was that pitch up in the zone again. Here's Ladner. He has struck out and grounded to third on a really great defensive play by Coker. Ladner 0 for 2. Swing and a foul straight back. I hope Lucas Ray is listening. He said he was going to try to listen. He's on his way uh, west. He's going to become a member of the San Diego Padres organization. Swing and a foul. In a coaching capacity. Yeah. So congratulations to the Absolutely. former Blue Raider assistant, Lucas Ray. It's almost like a guy getting a call and say, hey, uh, for a minor leaguer, you're being brought to the big leagues. I'll tell you, I've, uh, I've seen guys get that call. little tap. Brown's got it over to first in time. Ladner's thrown out, pitched to first for the second out. And I tell you, the, the first time they get that call, you've seen it too, Dick. Uh, there's probably no feeling like it. The batter is Mullins, singled and scored in the third, struck out in the fourth. Steps in from the left side. Pitch the plate is a strike at the knees, nothing and one. All three runs scored by UAB in the third inning. They got four of their five hits in that inning. Now the Raiders uh, have got to put together a, an inning like that if they're going to Get back in this game. Check swing. Did he go? Yep. That's the call. Third base umpire rung him up. 0-2. Tyler O'Claire will be the second game pitcher for the Blazers, and he'll be matched against Peyton Wigginton. Brown with the 0-2 pitch. Strike three called outside corner. Three up, three down in the sixth. Brown set them down in order. We'll go to the bottom half of inning number six. It is UAB three, Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. 
Blue Raiders fans know that being together is better, but did you know having one team for your head-to-toe health is important too? When you choose Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee, you can get medical, dental, vision, wellness, and pharmacy from a mission-driven company that's been right here for more than 75 years. So you get the simplicity of one card and the peace of mind of one team working together for your health wherever you go. Now that's a huge win. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Floyd Stadium. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTEMC.com to learn more. And about that scoreboard? Well, light it up, Blue Raiders. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. As we go to the bottom of the sixth inning, the Raiders are going to send up a pinch hitter for Mason Spears. It is Justin Medlin, a left-handed hitter. He will be in there for Spears. And Hagenow will probably come out to catch the next inning for the Raiders. And after Medlin, top of the batting order. Medlin has had uh, limited playing time, has not had a hit. He is 0 for 4. This is only his third game to appear in. And the pitch to him is a ball low. One ball, no strikes. Justin Medlin out of the great state of Mississippi. The pitch, swing and a miss. One and one. Medlin also doubles as a pitcher for the Raiders. This is a swing and a miss, strike two. One ball, two strikes. Davis. With the pitch, low and outside, ball two. Has not gone to two balls on very many hitters, and well, you're right about gone, hasn't gone to three balls on anybody yet. <clears throat> He's just been all over the strike zone. 2-2 two, two pitch, swing and a miss, struck him out. Meddling down on strikes for out number one. Two, three, four, five, six strikeouts now for Davis. Better is Fausto Lopez. Davis, only uh, 63 pitches coming into this inning. Fausto drove the ball deep to left center and was robbed of an extra base hit by the left fielder. Takes the pitch, high ball one. <laughs> Swing and a foul straight back. Boy, just barely got a piece of that ball. Came one ball, the, one strike. Came off the end of the bat. He fouled out in the first inning and had that long fly ball caught by Schultz in the third. 
Oh, nice This one job. hit into right field, and that is a base hit. Nice job of going opposite field. Got it through that hole between the second baseman and the right field line. So the Raiders have a base runner in the sixth inning with one out. The batter is J.T. Mabry. Now you wonder whether they're going to try and play the running game here, Dick, down three late. Third baseman even with the bag. Middle infielders playing back. Mabry takes a strike, letter high, nothing in one. JT has been safe on an arrow and is grounded to short. Lopez leads at first. Davis comes set. Ground ball base hit. Left field. Hit it right through the hole. And the Raiders have two base runners on with one out. That's one more hit than we had against uh, Davis down in Birmingham. So maybe we're starting to figure him out. So first and second with one out. Cole Escher will represent the tying run at the plate. Escher will be followed by Sullivan. And if we get that far, Brett Coker. Escher taking his time getting in the box as he knows that Davis is a fast worker. First pitch, Escher takes it low for ball one. Escher, the tying run. Lopez at second, Mabry at first. One out in the sixth, and this is only a seven-inning game. Low ball two. That was a pretty good pitch. 2-0 to Escher. Outfield playing him straight away. UAB leading 3-0. We're in the bottom of the sixth. And a pickoff to second base. Lopez gets back in time. Two balls, no strikes. He hasn't fallen behind many hitters. Davis. Check swing and a strike call, 2-1. Boy, that pitch looked low in the way to me, Dick. Do you think he called the strike on the check swing? No, I thought I thought it was in there. Another pickoff play at second. And back in there is Lopez. Let's try it again. Maybe he'll throw it away. <laughs> they tried to hold him close to the bag, the pitch. There's a strike called, and it is two and two, and I think that's that slider again. Yep, that's that uh, pitch low and away. Two balls, two strikes. 
and he's hitting the corner with that pitch too so i wouldn't be surprised to see it again here and he turns and looks the runner back to second base Two to the count. Swing and a foul out of play. Did that get into the bullpen? I did not notice. Looks like we've got somebody throwing down there, but he's behind the pole. Even the binoculars won't help on that. 2-2 the count, and again he turns and looks the runner back. Here's the 2-2. Swung on, fly ball, left field. Center fielder moving over. Davis will make the catch, get it back in. It wasn't hit that deep. And that is out number two. A good at bat for Escher. He made Davis throw a lot of pitches. Well, he sure did, but uh, the result uh, didn't get anything done. Nope. Davis wins that battle. Here's Lopez. Sullivan. Lopez did go back to second. He was ready to move, but the ball just wasn't deep enough. Sullivan is struck out and grounded out. 0 for 2. That's from the left side. The pitch. Outside, ball one. Riley Davis trying to keep that shutout going. And the pitch outside, ball two. Hasn't been close to the strike zone on either of those two pitches. Time called, and now the, uh, I don't know if that's the head coach or the pitching coach, but they're going to have a little conversation out on the mound. Remind you that uh, we'll have game two coming up and later this afternoon, and uh, softball is down in Boca Raton. They down in sunny Florida. I bet you it's warmer down there than it is here. They play a single game today at 5 o'clock. There's nobody warming up in the UAB bullpen, so this game is in Davis' hands right now. He's behind Sullivan. Two balls, no strikes. Lopez at second, Mabry at first, ball three is outside. Three and oh. Davis comes set, and he walked him on four pitches. That loads the bases. Brett Coker will be the hitter. Lopez to third, Mabry to second. First walk allowed by Davis. First time he faced us, he didn't walk anybody. 
Tolker is grounded out and struck out. Davis comes set. Ground ball, foul. Third base coach Blake Hunt made a one-handed stab on that one. One strike, the count to Coker. David Zaz throwing in the Raider bullpen. Zaz along with the right-hander. The pitch. Swing and a foul tip at the plate, and Coker finds himself in an 0-2 hole. I'm going to guess that's Keenan, but I have no idea. Two strikes the count. Davis comes set. Inside, ball one. One and two. Raiders have the bases loaded with two outs in the sixth. Tying runs are on. Now Coker asks for time and backs out of the box. I think that's number 26, Adam Link, the right-hander. Davis looking in. And the pitch. Swing and a tap foul. And again, Coach Hunt will snag that one, toss it out of play. Got holes on a ball and two strikes to Brett Coker. We mentioned earlier Coker swinging a bat much better last weekend in Bowling Green. And Davis with a pitch. Just missed. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah, they've, uh, they've been some pitches in that location, same location, been called strikes. Pitcher and the catcher both they were starting. reacted to that. <laughs> two balls, two strikes to Coker. Swing and a ball hit deep down the left field line, but curving foul. John, if that's fair, that's a grand slam yep. home run. Yep. Or if, uh, if it's short, it's going to get down and go to the corner and probably score uh, score three. So another 2-2 pitch will be coming to Brett Coker. Here it is. Low ball three. Full count. Everybody will get a head start on this. They are definitely pitching uh, Coker carefully, aren't they? Three balls, two strikes, bases loaded. Runners go. Ground ball right side, knocked down. And the third base, the second baseman can't make the play. He falls down and two runs have scored. Simpson made a great stop. I didn't see any way he was going to get to that ball. He got to it, and when he turned to throw to first, he fell down. Yep. He slipped on the grass, and the ball just came out of his hand. So it's now a 3-2 to two game. Raiders so, with runners at uh, first and second now. Give Coker a two-run single. Lopez and Mabry score. Sullivan had to stop at second. 
And the first pitch to Jacob Williams, swung on and missed, strike one. Hit number four, runs number one and two off Riley Davis. And the Raiders right back in this ballgame. 3-2 the score. Now they do have a right-hander up and throwing in their bullpen. As Spears asked for time, or rather uh, Keel asked for time and goes out to the mound. One strike to Jacob Williams. Flight out in the second inning and hit back to the mound in the fifth. Right-hander takes off his sweatshirt. See if we can get a number. Number eight. First and second, two outs. That would be the pitch outside, ball one. It'd be right-hander Brady Green throwing in the uh, blazer bullpen. One ball, one strike to count. Sullivan represents the tying run down at second base. Coker at first. One ball, one strike to Williams. Outside, ball two. This is the first inning that Davis has struggled to throw strikes. He's walked a batter and has had a three-ball count on that batter and one more. Was throwing a one-hit shutout coming to this inning. The 2-1 pitch. Williams swings and misses. Two balls, two strikes. Changed up on him. Way out in front. Lights are on here at Reese Smith Field, and we're Getting late in this first game. And a foul to the screen. Just got the tip end of the bat on that one. Count holds at 2-2. UAB got three runs in the third. The Raiders have come back to score two in the sixth. Playing Williams deep in left field. Shallow in right. Swing and a miss, struck him out. You're gonna have to throw him out. And there's the out at first, and that's the inning. But the Raiders come back with two runs on three hits. They leave two. And we have completed six full innings. UAB three, Middle Tennessee two on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. What's with Mountain Dew? Mountain Dew is like a zipline of incredible flavor directly into your brain. Mountain Dew is like getting punched in the mouth with pure neon refreshment that creates a neural explosion sending flavor shards of electric brain pulses into your very core of being. Okay, maybe that's a little over the top, but you get the idea. The fact is, the mind-bending challenge of describing the taste of Mountain Dew is way harder than just experiencing it. That, of course, is easy. Just grab a nice cold dew, crack it open, and toss them back. Mountain Dew. Do the dew. Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee, not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. 
Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, 615-896-5656. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. And we go to the seventh inning in this seven-inning game. UAB leading 3-2. Aaron Brown back out. We'll face Keel Harris. And then go back to the top of the batting order for Jess Davis. So the Raiders finally able to muster a threat to the UAB pitcher, Riley Davis, but he got out of there with a strikeout with a tying run on. This is Keel. He has struck out and flied to left. First pitch right in there for a call strike, nothing and one. Aaron Brown has had one bad inning in this game. Ground ball up the middle. That's going to be a base hit. Leadoff man on here in the seventh for UAB. That's Keel with his first hit of the game. Hit number six off Brown. And the batter will be Harris. Leo Harris. Has struck out and grounded to third. Wouldn't be surprised to see him try to push that runner along. Keel a short lead at first. Harris bunts. Brown picks it up. Goes to first for the out. Mabry covering over there. We'll go one to four for the put out a sacrifice bunt. And down to second goes Keel. The center fielder number 23, Jess Davis. Jess Davis has a single and three. Left-handed hitter. Grounded out in the first inning, singled and scored in the third, called out on strikes in the fifth. So one out, a runner at second. Brown comes set. And the pitch inside, ball one to Jess Davis. They've been trying to work him inside for most of this game. One ball, no strikes. 3-2 3-2 UAB leading. We're in the top of the seventh. The pitch. Swing and a foul out of play. Count goes to one and one. Keel with the leadoff single. Now it's second base with one out. Brown comes set, delivers high, ball two. Two balls and a strike. Two 
Not much going on in either bullpen right now. No, it uh, looks quiet. Pitches low, ball three. Three and one. That right-hander that had been throwing out in the uh, Blazer bullpen, uh, still out there, still throwing, but uh, it's kind of a side armor. That was Green, I think. He made yep. a couple of appearances against us in Birmingham. Pitch, check swing, and a strike call. That's a good breaking ball from Aaron Brown, and I think Davis was looking for a fastball. Full count now, three and two. He went full against Davis in the fifth inning and caught him looking. 3-2 pitch, line drive, base hit. Charging is Sanders. Here comes the throw, and it is not in time, and the run is in. It's now a 4-2 game. That's a base hit by Davis. Got one of those runs uh, they gave up to the Raiders in the uh, bottom of the sixth back. Oh, it sure would have been nice to have held him. Just been one back. That will make it a 4-2 game. And the batter is Simpson. He has walked, singled, and bounced to the pitcher. Davis, a threat to run, is the base runner. Simpson takes a pitch high, ball one. Link still throwing in the Raider bullpen. He's behind the pole, Dick. Yep. Throw to first. They may have him. They got him. Picked him off first. Brown over to Jennings, and that uh, stolen base threat is head back to the dugout. So Brown picks Davis off first. For out number two, and now a little bit of the pressure off as a one-ball count to Simpson is swung on and fouled out of play. One and one. Caught him leaning the wrong way, John. It was a good move. The pitch. Strike at the knees, one and two. Four, two, UAB with a run here in the top of the seventh. Swing and a foul out of play. Looking ahead to the bottom of the inning, it will be the bottom three in the order. Guess I forgot to tell you that uh, Jake Hagenow is catching now as Spears was lifted for a pinch hitter. Ground ball to short, one hop. Lopez, oh, bad throw to first, and he's going to be safe. He came off the bag, and and now he's going to be run down between first and second. They get him. No, they call him safe. I guess Lopez missed the tag. Wow. It was a bad throw to first. The runner turned toward second base instead of going into foul ground, which meant he was 
up for grabs if the Raiders could put the tag on him. So he started the second. Jennings threw to Lopez, and Lopez missed, must have missed the tag. So that's going to be an E6. Two base E6. And with two outs, the batter is Schultz. Oh, it's a... Just when you think you're out of the inning. Yep. And Coach Cal Bunn is on his way to the mound, walking very slowly. And this is, uh, of course, not Brown's doing that last play anyway. No, uh, that should have been an out two different places. We'll have a brief recap after this game is over and then uh, send it back to the studio until it's time to start the second game. Long conversation. Uh, they're calling for uh, for the right-hander now. So we'll have a new pitcher coming in for the Raiders, and while he makes his way to the mound, we'll take a break. Back with more on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go Blue! Double Tree by Hilton Murphy's Burroughs Heated Indoor-Outdoor Pool makes them the perfect stop to take a splash for your next staycation. Or give them a call and let them help you navigate how to plan your next event. Enjoy flexible event venues that include a pillar-free ballroom and two boardrooms. They've got award-winning customer service for you, plus catering and AV equipment rental. There's really nothing that you need that they can't supply. Plus, don't we all love their famous warm Double Tree cookie welcome? News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. The Raiders have made a pitching change here in the top of the seventh. Right-hander Adam Link and to replace Aaron Brown. Adam Link uh, making his seventh appearance, all in relief. Throw 10 and two-thirds innings, giving up six runs, three earned on 11 hits. Uh, Walked three, struck out 15. 2.53 2.53 ERA, a one and one record with no saves. It's been a while since Adam has pitched. He is a junior from Springfield, Missouri, 6'1", 195. Got some good numbers, as John uh, mentioned. And he'll try to get one out here in the seventh inning. So the Raiders can come back and try to do what they can do in the bottom of the seventh. Raiders will have Jennings, Sanders, and Hagenau scheduled to hit. So Adam Link will take over and will be pitching to Colton Schultz. Schultz has put the ball in play all three times. He's flied to center, 
single to right, drove in two runs with that hit and been safe on an error. So he is one out of three. A left-handed batter, runner at second base with speed is Simpson. Comes set, and his first pitch is taken high for ball one. Needs to get that ball down. Tough hitter to follow in uh, Zach Davis. One ball, no strikes. Check of the runner at second. And now Link will step off the rubber. Simpson uh, was not uh, real impressed with that move, was he? No, he didn't have any trouble <laughs> getting back. Swing and a little tap foul. Down the first base side, one and one. Boy, that makes that pickoff at first base that much bigger, it makes doesn't it? Huge, yeah, absolutely. One ball, one strike to Colton Schultz. And the pitch, ground ball to short. Lopez charges, throws across his body, and got him at first. That is all in the seventh. But the Blazers come up with a run on two hits. There was an error, and one man left. We will go to the bottom of the seventh inning. Last chance for the Raiders. They trail 4-2 to two on the Blue Raider Network. From Learfield IMG College. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. 
This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield IMG College under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of the university and Learfield IMG College. Announcers are provided by Learfield IMG College and approved by the university. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. And we go to the bottom of the seventh inning. The Raiders trailing 4-2. This is the final inning. So, needless to say, John, the Raiders need a base runner to start with. Well, and Gabe two Jennings runs is, to tie. Yeah, Gabe Jennings is a good one to start with, though. He had a uh, he had the first uh, Raider hit of the ball game in the fifth inning, a double to left field. And he jumped on the first pitch by Davis to get that hit. So Riley Davis, who struggled through the sixth inning but was able to get out of there, giving up only two runs, will try to go a complete game. Raiders are going to use a pinch hitter next. Looks like Daniel Freeman has grabbed a bat. So here is Jennings. And Davis first pitch to him right in there for a strike, nothing and one. Little looper into shallow center, but it's gonna be caught by the second baseman, just two, three steps back on the outfield grass, and that is out number one. Oh yeah, I hate to even call that a fly ball even though it did get to the grass. The batter will be Daniel Freeman. He'll be hitting for Sanders. Freeman at 125, two out of 16. DJ Wright is up and looks like he's gonna bat for Hagenau. First pitch is a ball low. That one caught the catcher. One ball, no strikes. Daniel Freeman, big right-handed batter with one out here in the seventh inning. A strike called, one ball, one strike. Oh, he has been working that outside corner uh, this ball game. Aaron Brown, and he's still pretty sharp, isn't he, for seventh inning. Here's Davis' pitch right in there. Uh, Breaking ball, one and two. Yeah, I had a little, <laughs> little hop right there at the end. Swing and a foul to the screen, count holes. One ball, two strikes. And the pitch struck him out swinging. Freeman down on strikes, strikeout number eight for Davis. And the Raiders are down to their final out. 
This is DJ Wright, who's going to bat here for Hagenau. DJ, 233 average. Swung on, popped up. That's going to be your ball game. First baseman Ladner has it in foul ground, and that is out number three. So the Raiders go down meekly in the bottom of the seventh inning. Two pop flies and a strikeout, and UAB claims the first game of this series by a score of four to two. And Dalton, I think we'll take just a one minute break here, one minute, and then we'll come back and and recap it for you and get you set for game two. Right now, final score, UAB four, Middle Tennessee two on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're watching with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help strike out hunger and give you energy. So pick up some bunny buns and bunny bread today. It's sure to be a home run. That's what I said. Granison Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services? Don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Granison Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. So UAB claims the first game of this doubleheader by a score of four to two. Unofficial totals for UAB, four runs, seven hits, one error. They leave five men on base. And for the Raiders, two runs, four hits, three errors. They leave four. Winning pitcher is Riley Davis. He is now three and three. And the losing pitcher will be Aaron Brown, who is now five and three. Davis with a complete game and his second win over the Blue Raiders this season. Raiders have now lost three straight and will be trying to come out of that uh, little mini slump. In this second game, we'll have Peyton Wigginton going against the well, we can only hope that uh, Peyton